0: This episode of the Screenwriter's Rant Room is also brought to you by the Tyrota Finish Line Social Impact Script Competition. It's back for a second year in a row. The competition will again celebrate film and television scripts that seek to raise awareness and inspire change regarding urgent issues with critical relevance across our society now, such as racial, gender, or economic inequality, climate change, drug addiction, the broken foster care system, gun violence, and much more. The competition especially encourages submissions from historically underrepresented writers. The Tyrota Finish Line Script Competition runs from January 18th through June 10th. Please go to Film Freeway and learn how to submit your script. This episode of the Screenwriter's Rant Room is brought to you by the Finish Line Script Competition. In its sixth year, The Finish Line Script Competition is the only script competition run by ex-literary managers. Six plus pages of actionable development notes are available to you, or you can submit your script as is. Scripts can be rewritten and resubmitted for free anytime throughout the competition. Over 40 mentors read and meet with the winners, and the competition staff itself works with many semifinalists on getting their material read throughout the industry. They are here to help writers succeed by improving your script along the way and making sure you get opportunities when your material is ready. So check out what's happening at finishlinescriptcomp.com. Now open for submissions.
1: I'ma say what I feel. And I promise to keep it real. Welcome to the red bro. Welcome
0: to the Rant Room. Hey everyone, welcome to the Screenwriter's Rant Room. This is your co host, Christopher Derek, filling in for Hilliard and Lisa. They are both out today, and we're going to be uh, holding down the fort with another bottle episode. So, what are we looking at today that's interesting and fascinating in the world of screenwriting and entertainment and culture? Um, It looks like we're now at the one-year anniversary of the pandemic, and how has it affected the entertainment business? It's made production insane. I don't know if many of you have been on shows uh, during these last year or so, or I guess since we went back maybe in the last like 9 months or so, but it's been insane. Um and just like how quickly you can move, how quickly you can't move and as people know who have made films or made television, uh time is your enemy. Time is always your enemy. You are behind the minute that call time begins as you're the director. And so that now becomes an added pressure with COVID because of all the protocols and things like that. And just 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 how that like crunches down the pace you can move at. And are you going to be just spending so much money that's not going to be on the screen? It's interesting to see else what's happened is that we probably don't know what's going To the movie industry yet I do know that The theaters opened In New York This weekend I don't know if they're Open in California yet Um, And they're going to Open up in Texas Obviously Because that fool uh, Abbott Has opened up The whole state And he said No more masks either So um, But that's important That Texas New York And California Do open the theaters Because they make up The lion's share Of the Of Of the money So Let's see what happens In the next three weeks Month If Get... If Gavin Newsom decides to open up Los Angeles and the rest of California to go to the theaters, and, and then the big question is, will the audience come back, or is the audience so used to just being a sloth at home and watching stuff on the couch, or are they really do they just want to get out of the house for the next I, I don't know six months, and then we'll see really what happens if it's just going to be event films that take up the theater and all of the indie films and small gems that we love and that, that truly push push the boundaries of cinema. Are going to be regulated to to less and less uh, green light committees who get to say yes on that, no on that. I think it's going to change the type of films we see and have. Filmmakers who get to come out of nowhere, um, and that's just going to be a lot poorer for for like like just going forward. It'll just be poorer because uh, because I, what I what I don't know is that I don't know why Netflix doesn't have a program much like. Uh, the old uh, New World Pictures that was run by Roger Corman, where they just, you know, say they take a $100 million, which is nothing to them, $100 million, and they give it to 50 filmmakers, so they each get $2 million to make a movie. doesn't matter what it is, they get to make it, um, as long as the script, you know, like, passes a certain kind of muster. And then, They can be the ones who are finding the new voices of cinema who will then be making uh, movies uh, for their platform. So that's something that could be interesting to see. Um, What else is next since we've talked? Oh, Clubhouse. I wonder how many of you are on Clubhouse, uh, the strange new platform that is taking the entertainment industry by form. Uh, It feels like it's some sort of... um, it's like an AOL chat room Where you're actually chatting As opposed to typing I've only been on it a couple times um, And I think that what's interesting Is that you gotta be very discerning About who you follow And and what rooms you go into uh, But perhaps you'll find it interesting And helpful for your screenwriting Or movie making um, Career I don't really know There's a lot of people who are just Uh just finding it to be a platform Finding it to be a forum Finding it places to be Just a, a soapbox To get up and talk I don't know if that's the Most ideal um, Use of my time Hence why I'm not on that much um, But others might find it exciting And very um, Informative And and um, Elucidating Who's to say Who's to say Next I am going to talk about Maintaining momentum In your career uh, Particularly Say if if you're a TV writer, what's important to know is that once you break in and you're in those early stages, you know screen uh, staff writer, story editor kind of thing, do not let up on your reps. Continue to hammer them, hammer them weekly about getting you the next job, preparing you for the next job it is it, it is uh, to get you out on general meetings to meet more people, to use your new Found, do uh, you new found fides to open up doors for you? You shouldn't have a trouble getting meetings if you say, "Hey, I'm a staff on this show. This is my client." Blah blah blah. They do this. They do this. That should open up a lot of doors for you. But it's up to you to pressure your reps. Do not think that they will be thinking about you. They will just want to be collecting their money and say, "Oh, you're straight." And that's not the case Because the show could end You could get your contract renewed You um, could have issues with the show owner And you want to leave So there's a lot of things that you want to do That um, are about hammering your reps And also you're paying them You are paying them And that means that they need to be working for you And it could be like a lot of money a week That you're paying them That you're going to them That could be my money So you make them work for you that money there'll be nothing work than you finish your 20 like your 20 or your 30 or 40 week contract whatever it is and then there's no uh, uh, job set up for you or the next job or whatever it is um, or that you had enough meetings that you can go and pitch stuff or that you can get into development there's so many things that, that, that you can't rest on your role roles I'm not I have several projects that are, you know, that are ready to go. I just can't push them exactly right now because of the way the contract is on my show. But it's ready to go. And I'm still pushing for more and more stuff because you never know what can happen. Um, I think it's important to do that. And, and I think that once you have been on a show, once you crack that 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 um, initial hurdle um, you're proving to to A lot of people And maybe if you just Just have a manager Time to get an agent uh, Or if you have an agent You might want to get Like a different agent At At one of the topper, top three, top four companies, because you've just proven that you can be hired and that you can work successfully in the team, and you have got the showrunner, the upper levels, and the executives at the uh, studio and at the network who can say, "Hey, yeah, this person um, can deliver. This person is a good investment," which means that everyone uh, from the rep side saying, "Oh, this guy can make me money," or "This girl can make me money," or or just, um, it's something that you cannot uh, slip on. It's so important to hustle even harder once you've gotten in. To hustle harder, as my friend Ron McCants always says, <laughs> you know, uh, talent beats hustle if, if uh, I mean, uh, uh, i mean, he always says, hustle beats talent if talent ain't hustling. And that's what you gotta do if you feel you're talented. But also you got to realize that I need you to take a strong inventory of your strengths and weaknesses as a writer. And particularly value yourself the right way so you know how to do and get what you want for your career. Because no one is really, really going to be looking out for it. Your employees, i.e. your manager or your your agent, are not looking out for their career. I mean... Sorry, they're not looking out for your career. They're looking out for their career and how much money that you'll put into, put into their pocket this week. So that's the big thing that you need to be just constantly come up with, come up with new game plans. You know, meet new people because you got something that you can say to to, to break into people. All these showrunners you met or these people who are, who are upper levels, Break them off. Hey, blah blah blah. Remember last time we talked Well Now I've I've been on this show. You know what's up with the next thing? Or can I have you with something else? kind of can I present you with something? Can I get your feedback on something. They'll now look at you differently because you are now on a show. So that's all I'm going to say. Or if you sold a movie, you know, like use that. Like what? Which is probably probably going to be like winning the lottery even more so now just to sell it. But that's something else that you can push at people. Last thing I'm going to talk about is some craft stuff, um, which is writing outlines for TV episodes, which is much different than writing an outline for your own project. Um, what, because there's a bunch of things you have to consider. Is that the outline? If you're writing it for yourself, is you are writing it for to 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 organize your thoughts so you can understand what you're trying to write, and then you go ahead. And that's the same thing you gotta do for your showrunner or the upper levels or the executives, Uh, but you also have to realize this too. What you're writing is a sales document that you're selling yourself as a writer and your ideas as a writer, and you're selling the story that you want to tell for them. So they get to read it. And you should always consider, no matter if they've, the show has been in the room, if everyone has been in the room and they've heard like like your episode break, everything like that. They're not thinking about your episode when you give the outline to them. They don't know all the nuances and the details and all this stuff. So when you're writing, constantly say to yourself, what does the reader know? How do I want them to feel with every sentence that you write? That is so, so critical, so and also write it with attitude. Like write it with a strong attitude to convey some punch. Because someone who's reading your outline does not know the story as intricately as you do, because you spent the time, you know, like reading all the room notes and and getting feedback from all the uh, the upper levels, you know, outside of the showrunner. And then do that. Talk to the second. Uh, person in the room talk to the supervising producer get feedback on it so it's so clear that that when the showrunner reads it he reads it and he or she reads it and gets the information conveyed about what the episode is supposed to be and they have it so clear in their mind and feel that you are the absolute best person to knock this out the box and to make their job easier it's all about making their job easier so if they can feel the excitement and the emotional swings on the page because then they feel comfortable that you're going to put that in the draft and that it's all clear what the story points are what the setups are what are the payoffs are and it all rolls out and you have won that stage and then they'll be able to get you on to script that much quicker and that's when you get to really again it's all about proving yourself to be a helpful cog in the showrunner's design and plan for this show so that's it for this week if you have any questions please email uh, at screenwritersrr at gmail.com or there's a contact form on the website screenwritersrr.com or you can um, reach out to Hilliard at, uh, at Hilliard Guests or at screenwriters uh, rr on Twitter. Uh, you can reach me at unauthorizedcbd on Instagram or Twitter. Um, and that is it for this week's episode. Hope you all are good. Talk soon. Bye-bye.
1: I feel, and I promise to keep it real. Welcome to the rank road. Boom boom boom, boom. 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 So you wanna be a rider? Well, you gotta be a rider till your fears are diminishing, the doubts are behind ya. It's hard to grind and the business got me stressed in the red road. That shit up off a chest. You know the street nerd is got no time for no kata. Sass in class, yes, they need the bola kaja. Never have to guess when you're listening to Hillier. He gonna bring more no game than a shark playing billiards. It's all about the crap of screenwriting. It's exciting when you turn an outline into something enlightening. You're pen and words are like bullets in a gun. Write what you feel, say what you want. Welcome to the red ruin.